It's time for the Live, Shop, Work, and Play radio show and podcast. Interesting people, open conversations, and topics worth talking about. And now, your host, a Georgia Bulldog fan and graduate, a smart real estate investor who learns the hard way, and a radio talk show host. You never know what he's going to say. Joe Mullins. Hello, Florida. This is Joe Mullins of the Live, Workshop, Play show. And good morning and welcome You know, it's a beautiful day here in Florida. We have had one of the most incredible summers. It has been amazingly busy, but you know, it's been an incredible summer. But guess what, kids? If the kids are listening, I got to tell you, it's time to start school back. I've got some great people joining us today. I've got our Flagler County School Board member, uh, Will Furry. The Honorable Will Furry. Will, thank you for coming in. And it's a pleasure. I'm a big fan of yours and uh, love seeing you run. And you've done some great things inside the uh, school board, you've really uncovered a lot of craziness that we've seen uh, from them just running. And, you know, a lot of that, I think, is from people being in school boards way too long. This liberal movement, people are coming down here. They're switching their titles to conservative, saying they're conservative Republicans. But then they get in there and we've got a few that ran as Republicans and they are some of the most biggest disgrace to conservative values. And I tell you, I don't want my kids around them, but we've got our kids coming back and we We've got a lot of legislation, Will, um, that we're seeing uh, come up that we want to discuss today. Also, I have the one and only Paul Deering, who is the uh, chair of the Republican Executive Committee of Volusia County. Paul is a very good friend of mine, and he is a true patriot. That man will fight for your kids. He'll fight for your values. He'll fight for your morals. And Paul, I want to welcome you on the show today as well. Thank you, Joe. It's great to be with you. It is so good to have you. And I want you to give a few updates of what's coming up this year for the Republican Executive Club, because I know a lot of parents want to get more involved and they want to get more engaged. So that's what we want to be able to talk about. And then we want to talk about some of this newest legislation. So, Pastor Jay, it's been kind of crazy. You know, it's It's been been, crazy. It's been crazy what we're seeing happen and going on. Candy, you you just recently were searching the news. Candy is our producer. She was searching the news and you saw some really, really strong legislation coming in this year to schools when they start. Uh, What what did you uncover? So some of the things that I was looking at, you know, they've passed some laws like one law bans teachers from classroom instruction on gender identity or sexual orientation after eighth grade. It says that brings the rules in line with an expansion of the parental rights and education law that was also approved by state lawmakers this year. Um, Teachers are not allowed to use a student's preferred pronoun if that pronoun is different from their sex. Teachers may not use a name that's different than the child's given name without parental permission. Um, And then others have to do with requiring people go to the bathroom of their gender. So either exclusively male, female, or they said they can do unisex as long as it's designated for just one person. But as far as locker rooms and those types of things, you have to go to um, the one that matches your birth assignment. We'll put it that way. You know, this is some crazy stuff, Will, uh, that we're seeing come into schools. Uh, you know, Pastor Jay, you, you've been, been a mother, you've been fighting years. this. You yeah. know, I'm, I'm just, I want to ask y'all, and I want y'all to kind of dialogue and talk. What is going on? I'm sending my kids to get education. 
not indoctrin, mm-hmm. not indoctrin, indoctrination, indoctrination. I can't even say the word. I get so riled up. I'm sending them there to not misconfuse and unlearn everything they learn on Sundays. But what is going on in our school systems? I mean, do we really have the issue of waking up and not knowing if we're a boy or a girl? If we go to a bathroom and sit or stand, right. you guys, what is going on in the school systems? And Will, I want to hear from you, kind of what you've gotten in and fault, and then also Paul Deering, how they fought well, as a club we'll and organization. We'll talk about how it started. And this started way before time. But when it really started coming into fruition was right after the 2020 election. Am I right, Paul? When Biden got in office, he started putting everything on the Title IX when it came to schools and all this other kind of stuff. The restrooms was open up here in Flagler County and not just in Flagler County, but all across the nation, the state and the nation, that restrooms were just being opened up. People could go into another restroom regardless of what they were, as they're calling it, assigned at birth. We know that there are only two genders, but according to the radical um, the left, there's over 100 different genders and it started opening up. But really, the Biden administration started coming from there, started putting stuff and instituting stuff, which caused individual states to have to fight back. And that's what Governor DeSantis has done here in Florida. He has started to fight back. We've had different legislation come through um, through here. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of this was uh, just was common sense before. I mean, you know, growing up in school, it just there was never any debate on whether sexuality should be spoken or taught to a child, uh, especially in the younger grades, you know. Um, And uh, but the the culture has changed a bit in in um, in in public education across the country. And it really depends on on the state that you're in right now. And and they're vision of education, right? Um, and, and our great governor, um, who I was grateful to receive his endorsement during the campaign, and uh, our speaker, Paul Renner, and the rest of the Congress up there brought some great legislation down to, to support school board members. Before we had just policy, mm-hmm. right? And policy is great, and it has worked for a long time. But when um, somebody decides to to break policy. There, the the repercussion is, you know, they could potentially lose their job. Um, there's there's different, you know, remedies to that. But what the the governor passed down are laws with teeth, right? Mm-hmm. And um, that was important to parents because they didn't want the morals and values of the the the, the DC electorate coming down from there, or whether it be from individuals here that want to promote a certain sexuality in schools, uh, imposed on their children. And um, this is again something that that we would normally just say that we don't even need a law for this. Right, right. right. And, you know, Paul, this is something that you and I have been heavily involved in with legislation. And we've seen a a lot of legislation come down through the ranks. And what have you had to deal with in Volusia County and all the surrounding areas with fighting for that and making sure we have candidates that's going to support what we call common sense legislation? We've had to enact laws and, and bills have had to come forth that we normally wouldn't even think about. Come on, use the restroom of your gender? We've been uh, in Volusia, I want to say, uh, blessed right now. We have, uh, uh, I want to say, a majority of the school board sees through that, and they, they, they see what the governor has, had encouraged in the, 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 uh, the House and Senate to pass, which they did, and he signed into legislation. But, but, but keep in mind that these kinds of these, uh, I want to say, the small uh, minority of people who are looking to further their agenda at the expense of traditional values here in 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 our counties and across the state and really across america uh, at the end of the day this is part of 
what I and what I consider strongly because I've read the book called if you haven't read the book, it's called Rules for Radicals by Saul mm-hmm. Alinsky. And in that book, and the book is 50 years old, but it, it looks to change America and it change basically change the structures, the institutions, the, the people groups and pit them one against another. This is just, I want to say, one of the many things. It's kind of like somebody sat sat, uh, and and kind of contemplated, how can we really destroy the fabric of the United States? Because we want them to be part of this one world government that's moving on. And I don't mean to get into a lot of conspiracy stuff, but at the end of the day, it fits from this stuff going back 50 years ago. And so it, it, this is a is part of that where they're pitting people, and and that's what really this is all about, pitting people, parents against, uh, in some cases, school teachers, but really they're just following. In many instances, they're following the, uh, a syllabus that's been brought in, and I think that's that's going out the window. But but because uh, a lot of teachers are are against it, because they're I want to say our school teachers are not all in favor of the the, the stuff that's trying to be crammed down parents parents' throats. And uh, that's the good news. So at the end of the day, you know, we've got people here that uh, in Volusia that, that get the get the picture and don't want that any more than you and I do. So that's the good news. Well, here's the, the problem that I believe that we're having. Most parents and those in the community didn't even realize that there was a problem, right? We've always taken, you know, parental rights as a God-given right. Why do we need to fight for parental rights? Um, last year was a whole big uproar, the don't say gay bill, which I've always called it the don't say heterosexual bill, because really the bill said, let's just not talk about it. And this year, those rights were extended, expanded upon, right? So, Will, being on the school board, mm-hmm. what kind of issues did you have with people coming up talking about, well, what do you mean don't say gay? Are you prejudice against gay people or what were the issues you were having? Well, what what it really comes down to, regardless of what people say is, you know, the morals and values between, um, are, are to come between a parent, uh, and a child, right? Uh, it's not for the school's role to instill morals and values on a child, right? And I think that parents want that protected. Um, like you said, it shouldn't have to be something that's protected. It should be something that should just be the way that it is, but apparently it's not. And I'm not, I'm not just single, I'm not singling out Flagler County specifically as having a, a, a serious issue here, but it exists in, in, in many districts across the country and our state, right? And we're not immune to it. And um, so again, um, we're, we're tasked with educating your children. Let's get back to that. That's Educate. what we're going to Reading, back to. writing, and arithmetic. Right. Take not a, things like sexual orientation, gender identity, God, I understand we have these reproductive health classes they've had for years, but a permission slip has been signed. Right. What has been happening in schools throughout the nation is students have been able to go in and say, I was born a girl, but I prefer to be a boy. Call me John. Call me something else. And schools have been getting behind that philosophy, have not been informing the parents. So it has been taking people like Governor DeSantis to stand up and say no more. Well, this is what's happening in other states, Paul, and I'm sure you've seen it in places like California. Michigan, for example, in the state of Michigan, children can get transgender surgery and the state pays for it. Adults get transgender surgery and they pay for it. There are other places like California and places throughout the nation that they are um, coaching students into claiming or gathering another gender identity without the parental permission, without them, without even informing them. And if a parent steps in, I spoke with a parent in Washington state. If you step in and say, I'm not for that, 
they turn you into child protective services saying that you're not supporting your child. Paul, I don't know where we're going to go with this because this is a national crisis. This is a national problem and it's happening everywhere. I was going to say just in response to that, uh, uh, Lynn, the the um, the fact is that it's really a common sense element. Now, you know, granted, that not everybody has what you and I might consider common sense, but I want to say the majority of Americans do. And at the end of the day, the, the common sense part is uh, is what seems to be missing in all of the logic that they or supposed logic that they try to bring forth. And uh, and at the end of the day, most of us don't like it, but most of us are quiet. We're, we're mm. not the people that want to be outspoken and be engage in conflict. So m- most Americans are quiet about it. But when in this particular case, the governor came up. Uh, with this and 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 basically got the support and certainly the, the, the citizens I believe across the state are on the same on the same page and and uh, and as parents they want to be able to have their kids not be as as you said earlier indoctrinated mm-hmm. and that's what this stuff is it's indoctrination uh, against family values. Well, you know, one of the things that I've noticed, too, is the mainstream media is attacking people like uh, Paul, who's working with the Republican Executive Club, Will, who's uh, fighting for morals and values. And really, what, what I respect with Will, he's not in there trying to say, hey, your kids need to look at this religion. Your kids need to do that. No. He's in there fighting and saying, listen, our kids need to have an education. They need to learn. We support the right for parents to raise their child how they want to raise their child. We may not not always agree. See, that's the thing about conservative views. We don't have to agree with you to agree to allow you to do what you want to do in your home. But the liberals on the other side, they want to force their agenda down our throat. And I'm saying you're welcome to do it. Just do it at home. And that's the difference. Um, it's like you said, we, we're, we're here for all children to learn. Right. And that's what our mission, our core mission is to do is to is to to, to uh, achieve academic excellence for all of our children. But the, these type of issues are things that should be, again, dealt with between the parent and the child. And uh, the parents should always be aware of anything that affects their child, um, whether it's about sexuality or whatever. The parent needs to be involved. Children are children and we have to grow in, into whatever we, we believe ourselves to be. But the point is, we don't need the added extra help. I mean, we're dealing with stuff like social and emotional learning in school. We have teachers who aren't even qualified for that. Right. Yeah. So, you know, we we have a a certain amount of mental health uh, that's required instruction required every year. And um, actually, uh, during the last year, I started receiving emails from concerned parents about some of the um, topics and some of these modules that are online that um, a parent might not be aware of, right? And uh, but one parent did notice it, and it was social emotional learning, but it, it kind of um, was pointing toward the CRT and putting yourself into identities as far as groups are concerned. And if you identify with this, then you should automatically adopt the values of that group you identify with, mm. rather than um, finding things in common. It was really trying to call out what's different about each other, mm. right? And that was. Uh, so we, we put up some, I put up some red flags there and that was pulled and um, actually uh, Governor DeSantis actually passed down an, a change in the social emotional learning. It's actually going to now a resiliency model, Good. Uh, which I'm very pleased to, 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 uh, 
to that we're going in that direction um, because we, we need to take away this idea that everybody's a victim you know we have to say listen you can get you can be strong you can your circumstances today do not define your future right um, today's the first day of the rest of your life you That's know it. you you are in, in control of um, and you have to take personal responsibility. I mean, everyone has an opportunity to grow and to learn and to be better. And we'll we've got areas like Orlando where people think, okay, we're going to give up and we're not going to worry about it. But there's some really strong conservatives that are there. It's a very great county. And everybody, when it comes down to it, wants to protect their kids. There's people out West that are pushing this. There's laws like Pastor Jay said that are starting to come across the state. We just had the recently the vice president, if you want to call her that, come to Jacksonville and start saying and screaming and yelling that our governor was crazy and that we're being unfair and and we're not teaching the correct things. And we'll, in a school district like this, how do you plan on keeping this stuff from piercing up in ours? Because this stuff is like an infection. It gets from one person to the next and it, it becomes a problem. And it's going to hit our county if we don't build a barrier around it. Well, what we're going to do is enforce the policies that we have and uh, and the new laws that have just come down. A, a lot of times it's, it's not about... Uh, placing new policy or new laws. It's just enforcing the ones you have on the books, right? And it just needs to be a will to do that. And I believe there's some consensus to that uh, on our board as well. Uh, Overall, you know, it just, it really comes down to parent involvement as well, you know, and, and them, you know, being um, vocal about their concerns and, and, and also people letting us know if they are, witnessing these type of scenarios. You know, we can't solve a problem if we don't know it's happening, right? Well, you talk about being vocal, and I want to go with Pastor Jay on this. Mm -hmm. You know, a few people were vocal about books that were here in Flagler County, and they got shunned. They got uh, made fun of. They got called all kind of names. One of them was a school board member, and she got attacked viciously. And all she was doing is saying, this is inappropriate to have in our schools, and kids just randomly pick it up. We need to watch these books a little more. I am. How is being vocal? Well, here's the thing. I'm against banning books. I'm going to tell you that right now. However, I do believe that every school system, whoever's curating these books and putting things in, it needs to be age appropriate. It needs to be appropriate for children. And if you want your child to read a book that's sexually explicit, you need to have it at home. It does not need to be available to children who are not even at that age, regardless of what kind of sex it is. You don't need that. And we're talking about books that were very, very graphic in what was happening in, you know, the bedroom, whether it was heterosexual sex or a homosexual sex isn't the issue. The issue is third graders, fourth graders, fifth graders or whatever should not read books. It's not appropriate. That's not what school is for. I'm not against you allowing your child to read it, but you do it at home. I'm, my child isn't going to read it. And I don't want you to tell me I have to allow my child to read it either. So it's all about parental rights. It's all about parental rights. And those things are not banned in our public schools, our public libraries. We're talking about a public school system. And as parents and individuals, we have every right to decide what's curated and what's allowed in those systems. Yeah, I've always said that a parent should have a reasonable expectation that their kids are going to uh, have access to only age-appropriate materials when they come to school. They can't come and 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 uh, sift through every book. And we, here's the thing about, I, I've had a book come before me to, to vote on, which was a book sold, and um, I read it, and um, it, the, the review panels allowed it to get all the way. Superintendent, the former superintendent um, 
allowed it to to uh, to stay. So it was challenged to the board. And um, you know, this book depicted some graphic sexual circumstances. It involved human trafficking, um, and the argument was that it supported the curriculum, but it 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 had very clear graphic depictions of of sex and for sex on a minor and i i just could not see how this would be appropriate in our schools but unfortunately um i voted against that one and um but the board uh majority kept it but see you have to also count some victories within you you can't you're not always going to get 100% of what you want. But one victory there is we were able to keep it only in the high school and remove it from the middle school. Ah. So, you you know, as a school board member, we we have to find um, ways to to have victories. Uh, It's not necessarily a loss because the vote didn't go your way. You can still have victories within that vote. Mm. Um, Paul, so in Volusia Mm. County, um, Representative Webster Barnaby was in Mm -hmm. session during the time that there was a lot going on when it comes to the parental right bill. And he sat up there and he's he said some things, which, by the way, I'm going to tell you, Paul, I support. I -hmm. absolutely support Mm -hmm. everything um, Representative Mm -hmm. Barnaby said. You got to remember, he was sitting there and people were parading men with dresses on and beards, um, little little boys and little dresses. And they were coming out fighting, talking about um, the legislation is against LGBTQ. And no, we are just against sexuality within our school system and in the curriculum and things like that. So my question to you, because I know you support Representative Barnaby, has there been any blowback against that? It's made national news, by the way. Mm-hmm. I, I want to say there there was some initial, oh my goodness, to that from some folks. Well, I want to say it, fortunately, it, most of it was not you know, uh, out there in social media and public, but there, you know, people that, that would reach out to uh, to people that they knew, either elected officials or party officials or whatever, uh, with regard to that. And like you, my feeling is he he was speaking. And and my first question when when somebody asked me that because when you know, could people will do that with a baited question? And my first question was back to them: What was the context? Yes. And as you pointed out, the context was. He and the rest of the, 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 the session that, that was were listening to this for approximately two hours, all, all of these different people parading through and, and, and giving their opinions and, and being, uh, I want to say, uh, acting in some, in some instances, as I understand it, inappropriately and speaking things that were inappropriate. But nonetheless, they were being listened to by our representatives and, uh, and respectfully so. And then when the question was posed to him, all you saw on the news was no, no context, his response. Mm-hmm. When you put that in context, all of a sudden, if any of us were sitting there listening to, to what he had to listen to, and all of them had to listen to for that long, undoubtedly, uh, we would have had some kind of thing to, to, to be more specific to what was, uh, what was being, con- they were being confronted with. Right. And, uh, and that's where I, I, you know, I wholeheartedly support the fact that, that, that we need to not be uh, feeling today like a, like a, a, a unicorn. Right. <laughs> you and can I- feel that way. And that's okay. But guess what? doesn't mean we have to treat you like a unicorn right. or substitute that for anything else you want to substitute for. So that's really the bottom line. I'll say that my belief is the common sense element is what's missing. And when you put that into context in the common sense area, all of a sudden, all of this stuff becomes 
very evident and obvious that it's not something that is where uh, our, our values as a, as, a, as a majority of the population. And I, I'm, I'm saying that because there are a lot of people that may not vote uh, conservatively, but they still have values that they follow through their faith. And, and, and ultimately, those are things they know right and wrong. And, and in their minds, what's right and wrong is not what's being shoved down people's throats. Guys, this has been an incredible show. It's been phenomenal what we're talking about. You know, I, I totally believe that we are, I think we've lost our mind as a nation, truthfully. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I again, the, as far as what's right or wrong, I, I'll tell people, pick up your Bible for God's sakes, pick up your Bible and see what it answers all these questions, but don't question it and then start forcing all this stuff on other people. This has been so good. I want to move into a, a part two and I want to ask, Will, would you be OK coming back next week and let's talk a little bit more? Because one thing I do want to do, I want to end it on a positive note. Welcome the kids back to the schools and let's start have a great school year, because more than anything, we need to walk away from this conversation with kids excited coming back to school and parents. Sure, absolutely. Uh, Pastor Jay, you got if you can come back, and Paul Deering would love for you guys to come back. Uh, let's do part two. Guys, we're going to wrap up this week, and I want everyone to enjoy the most beautiful place in the world. Uh, get your last little vacations in. Get your last things in. We're in the most beautiful state in the most beautiful country in the world. And remember, live, work, shop, play Florida. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next weekend with part two of the school board.